Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, fatherhood in the black community specifically, because when we talk about the issues of racial justice, uh, one of the pushbacks is that the problem is that there is a lack of fathers um, in the home of black kids. And so that leads to a higher crime rate that leads to um, uh, uh, black men not understanding how to relate to the police officers. That leads to a lack of education, all sorts of things that society has shown us um, that lack of fathers will will lead to. And so we want to talk about that, the importance of fathers. We want to talk about um, how that relates to um, issues of racial justice. And so, Brother William, tell us a little bit why fatherhood is important. Yes. I think, you know, it's there. Obviously, there's been studies and all this kind of stuff, to, you know, about the importance of a, a two parents in the home. And, and and that can be hard for people because, you know, there's just not always that. That's not always the situation. And yet I do think there is I think all of us would admit that there is something a, there is a, a critical role that the father plays in a child's life. Yes. Uh, I mean, biblically, we would say, I mean. And we've seen this so often, you know, we we are told, I mean, we're instructed that God is called God the Father. Amen. And so we we have this relationship between God as our Father, and so if our relationship with our earthly Father is poor, which, which unfortunately happens a lot, um, then it we really struggle to know how to relate to God, to, you know, how to... Um, how to really understand what it means when the Bible says that God loves us like a father, right? I mean, that, right. we don't have any category for that. Uh, in fact, some of us have had such terrible situations with our fathers that the idea of God as a father is almost repulsive. Right. And so I, I think I think that's just kind of a, a spiritual, theological, kind of biblical uh, reason for the uh, Im- importance of the father. Uh, practically, you know, I mean, I think it's important. We have to teach young men how to be men, you know, I mean, how to train, train yes. them up. Uh, we need to teach young women how to relate to men, how to, you know, what, what they should be looking for, what they should be expecting in a man. I mean, those types of things. So, um, and I, th- and I think you, you, t- when you take the father out of that picture, there's going there's going to be some struggles in those in those roles. There's going Amen. to be struggles in figuring out okay how to what does it mean to be a man? How do I define a man? You right. Know? And um, and that's very difficult. If the you know you may see men on TV or see men on see men in all these different roles, um, but you don't see a man in a man in the house. You don't see a man love a wife. You, you know all of those can create difficulties as far as um, growing up as a man and learning learning those roles. So yes. I think all of that is very, very important. Anything you would add to that? Well, I mean, I think you hit it. Okay. I think you hit it nail on the head for real. Well, then that leads to, right, so those are, we see this, right, it's the importance of fatherhood. What are what do you think are some of the reasons for the breakdown, um, primarily in the African-American community? 
Right. So when we hear that pushback, when we're talking about issues of, of racial justice, what we tend to hear is that, well, well, black men just need to be more committed to to being a part of their kids lives. Like, is this really mm-hmm. a personal responsibility um, issue? And I would say that it, it is probably true. It's both. It's a, there's a personal responsibility, right. but there are also some things that have happened in our society that have contributed to fatherlessness in the black community and also just in the culture at large. Right. So one of the, the most important things that that has affected fatherhood in the black community would be mass incarceration. Okay. And when, when we saw uh, kind of drugs start to become prominent within the black community and, and the crime that resulted from that, and, and you saw this war on drugs to where we are criminalizing certain drugs more in the black community more than we are in the white community. We've talked about that in, yes. in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And you just start to see, uh, you see a community that's uh, so affected by poverty and mm-hmm. and s- such a lack of hope. And you see drugs come in, you see easy money and a way to kind of mm-hmm. kind of um, come up and things like that. And so you because of drugs, you, you have an increase of crime and poverty, you have an increase of crime. And because of that, you have mass incarceration and you have policies that, um, for lack of for lack of better words, they're just discriminatory towards yes. the black community. And right. when you're taking these young men and, and men of all ages out of their communities, out of their homes, then naturally you're going to have a deficiency when it comes to fatherhood. Right. Yeah. What would you add, brother? Well, I, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I think you know, one of the ones that that I'll I'll build on um, is kind of kind of what you just said there at the end. I mean, it it perpetuates itself. Yes. Right. And so there is this: if you don't have a father in the home because of incarceration, because instead of being in prison for one or two years for a minor yeah. minor offense, he's actually in prison for five five to ten right. or or long or worse. Yes. Right. Then I mean those are going to have a, such a greater impact, and even if, if if you as a kid growing up decide I don't want to be a criminal, that still doesn't make up for the whole like I know how to be a good father in right. the home, right? Yeah. I mean you still, and so that idea just kind of perpetuates itself yes. and becomes problematic as it grows. So there's just very I mean there's just hard. Those kids are uh, so many so many kids are looking for good examples and absolutely and they don't see that i mean there's yeah. there's no examples and so that that becomes um i think that's another reason what's what's something else you would add i would say uh, kind of going off your example things like you're that doesn't mean that they're not looking for examples like they're still looking yes. for examples of of how to be a man and they're going to find those examples one way or the other and and so in our culture hip hop is really big yes. and so you're gonna mm-hmm. you end up finding a, a hip-hop artist to to right. emulate to um, model your life after and what are they talking about they're talking about drugs and crime and and womanizing mm-hmm. yes and so they're not going to um their focus is not going to necessarily be mm-hmm. being a good father and being a right. good example if those are your um if if those are going to be your representatives then you're not going to seek to be a good father in your community um, I would say because of men's lack of uh, <laughs> men's lack of being good fathers, and um, men's men just not treating women right, you had the yes. rise of feminism. Mm-hmm. You had the rise of feminism, and feminism, uh, in in a lot of respects, was saying, "Hey, we don't necessarily even need a man. Right. 
to 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 raise mm-hmm. our kids. We don't. We really don't need a man for anything. We can do everything that a man can do, and not only can we do everything a man can do, but we can actually do better than right. men mm-hmm. in, in some respects. And so, we when you even look at the organization Black Lives Matter, that's kind of one of their um, one of their talking points. Even mm. when you, if you look at the website, it's the the idea that um, women do not necessarily need men and we need to affirm that Mm. and so that that will be problematic to us when when we see as we said earlier that we have all these statistics that show us that a lack of fathers is going to lead to all these negative effects and and when you are saying that you don't need um, men that's going to be that's going to continue to um, escalate all these problems that we see in society Mm. Anything else, brother? Well, I, you know, something else we could mention, um, you, you've already kind of alluded to the, the sexual revolution idea. So, I mean, that kind of the sex with no consequences right. is obviously prevalent. Uh, and that's what you see on music videos, right? Right. You know, you're, you're I mean, it, or, got all or, these girls around yeah, that's me. that's right. You yeah. know, you're sleeping with whoever you can. I mean, right. that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about kids and uh, you know what it takes to raise a kid, and right. what it takes to <laughs> no, you know uh, that that's not as cool in the rap song, you no. know. And so I, I think I think that's a now granted that's not just prevalent within the black community. I mean that's prevalent in in uh, different genres as well. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I mean it's the I want to be a rock star so I right. can sleep with the girls and never have to deal with um, the consequences of yeah. that. But but yeah, the whole sexual revolution I think has has caused problems. Um, I mean, I think we could we could mention uh, no fault divorce. Yeah. Um. So that just makes it easier for a guy to to leave the home or be out of the home, not remain in the home if things get difficult. Uh. Because let's be honest, they will. Yeah. I mean that. I mean the idea that raising kids is easy. Yes. Is ridiculous. Right. right. I mean it's it's hard. It's difficult. Absolutely. And so, uh, no fault divorce just makes it easy to say, okay, I'm out. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm done with this and um. So I think that's that's probably another reason. So all of those would be um, reasons. Now we we should say, and you said this earlier, it's not as if we don't believe that there are personal responsibilities, absolutely, or, or personal faults. It's Definitely. not a, it's not an either or, right? Right? Either it's it's personal, it's all this, or it's society, right? No, 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 no. It's both and both and right. There are personal responsibilities that uh, men. Uh, are not not doing just again those lack of uh, commitment not not wanting to get married not wanting to get tied down uh, sex with no consequence I mean those are all personal choices personal responsibilities right um, but at the same time we would be fooling ourselves if we said those things aren't even those personal choices aren't right. impacted by stuff that's happened in society and that's a problem in in how we have all these conversations is Mm. that we we want to hold on to our point of view and not realizing that we can actually hold on to to both of them to say that hey yeah lack of fathers in the black community is a problem but there's also other issues in the larger society that has contributed to the lack of fathers Mm -hmm. uh, in the black community and so we we need to get everybody kind of working on the same page and not necessarily just shouting back and forth at each other. Well, well, they wouldn't get shot, shot at cops if they actually have fathers in the home. Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about cops killing black people. Well, right. uh, actually we can talk about both of those things That's at right. the same time. Yes. And, and we can um, not have as many of those instances and, and we can, we can work together on those things. So, I mean, one of the ways, 
you know, I feel like we need to work on solutions when yeah, it comes shift. to. So what? what yeah, what yeah. are some solutions here? Yeah, one one of the solutions I would say is that we we should be people who are advocating for criminal justice reform. Yes. I mean, we have um, more people in prison than most countries in the world, mm. like probably yes. than any country in the world. We mm-hmm. are, uh, the percentage of our population that is in prison is is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and a lot of these are for minor crimes. And because we've had um, laws on the books like three strike laws or, you know, war on drugs and things that have come from that. And we just continue to um, to to incarcerate people on a on a level that is it's really taking men out of their homes. Well, you know, we we need to figure out ways to to reform that yeah. to, to not make everything into you know a, an offense that leads men to spend time to spend significant time in prison away from their their kids. I would also say that. Um, even when they are in prison and there's been so much prison reform, um, to, to the, to the way in which we actually try to, um, deal with our prisons. So instead of, uh, our prisons being for rehabilitation as uh, they used to be, like you can get an education Mm -hmm. in prison, Mm -hmm. uh, you can take classes, fatherhood classes in prison. A lot, a lot of States have gone more into a more, a more punitive, like this is mm-hmm. only for punishment. You, right. we're, we're not here to teach you. We're not here to mm-hmm. to try to help you to be better. We're only here to to punish you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would say we need to advocate for those programs that would help men while they're in prison to when they get out to be better prepared to be uh, a better father, a better leader of their of their households. Mm-hmm. I would also say you know the private you know privatizing prisons has also hurt that. Yeah, and that's gonna like the, the the state the states don't have as much um, oversight over mm-hmm. what's going on in their prisons, and so a lot of these private companies they they're just looking at the bottom line. I mean, don't you think Kenny too that that plays into the whole? If somebody asks the question, why do we have so many people in prison? Yeah, I, I mean, there's money involved. Right, right. It's, I mean, <laughs> if you got prisoners like, actually doing work for for companies, like and, big money involved. Yeah, it's a lot of money involved. So. When when we're looking at all those things, we have to have in our minds that this is not just um, a way to minimize crime. Mm. Like well, that that's not the only thing at play play here. Yes, we we all want safe safe communities. We all want to live in a place where we feel comfortable and not worried about what's going to happen mm. when I leave the home. But we also have to acknowledge that um, that there are ways to accomplish that. While also making sure that fathers are are in their homes, our fathers mm-hmm. know how to be um, good fathers when right. they do after they do make that mistake or after they do um, commit that crime, and they can come home and and actually be uh, a positive influence in their home. Mm. Uh, what else would you say, brother? Would be some more solutions? Well, I think one. I mean, you know, just a big one would be um, really reaffirming the importance of fatherhood. Yes, uh, we we have to establish that. Um, you know, one of the things that's, you know, if you watch like uh, family sitcoms from the '80s and '90s, yes. and, and today as well, I'm sure. Right. Although now today it's more, uh, there are other issues, other, other things, going other on. things that are being right. brought in. But I, I mean, I would distinctly remember in the '80s and '90s watching kind of comedy sitcoms, you know, right. whatever, and the 
the mom is kind of the rational yes. person in the home, the leader of the home, the voice of reason in Absolutely. the home. And the father is a buffoon, right? Yes. An idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's the one that's normally making, bringing in all the problems, right? Or just being the lazy, good for nothing, you know, sitting on the TV, you know, whatever. And 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 granted, I mean, it's a it's a sitcom. It's yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a source of laughter. You know, he's a so- but. I mean, you have to wonder, I mean, how much has that shaped right? just kind of how we view fatherhood, yes. you know? And, uh, I mean, even this idea that, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, hip-hop or it's movies or it's television or whatever it is, I mean, this idea that a man is, you know, he goes out and conquers women and sleeps with women right. and never never has any consequences and all he does is drink beer and, and watch sports and, I mean, yeah. that... That kind of an idea, we have to come come against that. You yeah. Know? Um, again, it doesn't. We're not. We're not trying to demonize watching sports. We're. I like sports. Right? Yes. But. Um, but we're, but we we have to understand. I mean, the that there are other other issues involved in that, and so I think that's a. I think that's important for us. I think that's. Imp- I mean, I you know reestablishing that within the within society, or within the broader culture, uh, is not easy. Um, yeah. I think you know we've making we've made some steps since the '80s and '90s of trying to maybe hopefully correct some of that. Probably hopefully. not not very well, but <laughs> right. um, but you know trying to. But but I think particularly in the church, you know, there needs to be um, we, we as we as Christians, we as leaders, we as men uh, need to do a better job of um, affirming the importance and the value of of fatherhood. I, yes, I think, I think we need to do that. Um, what else, what else would you say? How do we respond to kind of the sexual revolution, feminism, right? You know, some of those, some of those types of yeah factors. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can we put that toothpaste back in the tube? Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to get that toothpaste back in the tube, but I mean, very uh, simply, we, we have to get back to God's design for sex and marriage. Right. I mean, the, the church has to be um, the lead in this, and and I, I think where the church failed in this is that we we started to talk more about purity and, and not about joy, mm, like like, like not understanding that God's design for sex and marriage is for our joy. Yeah, right. That's it's right. for our joy in Him. He he's not trying to keep us from something. Mm-hmm. He's trying to give us the best. He's trying to keep us from us actually going to yeah. harm us in mm-hmm. the long run. And he's trying to give us the best. And so when he says one man, one woman, um, they they have sex within marriage, right? Right. <laughs> and and for forever mm-hmm. uh, or, or until death, right? And that this is his design for marriage, and and it's and it's for our good, and it's for our joy. And mm-hmm. that and that's how we we come against the the sexual revolution that has kind of minimized the idea of commitment and the idea of um, consequences yes. for um, sex outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we get get back to hey you know I'm a man that is committed to this woman and we are we're going to have sex and it's going to be pleasurable and we're going to create children from the, from yep. this union and mm-hmm. and I'm going to be committed to these children and I'm going to show these children my commitment to this woman so that right. when they come up they will have commitment to to yeah. their 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 spouses in the same way 
And so we have to be very intentional about doing that. I think that's so good. And and, and that's, I mean, to me, that was, I did have some people in my life, um, I remember having, this was awkward, right? <laughs> I remember having a youth pastor who got married while yes. he was serving as a youth pastor and then coming and like on a Wednesday night having a discussion about the beauty of sex and marriage. Yes. And it was horribly awkward. Right. right? I mean, I was like seventh grader, you yeah. know, or some, but I think it was the first time that I thought sex is not evil. Right. Or gross uh-huh. or awful or whatever it is. Right. right. What? Because that's all I had heard. Yes. You know, no sex, no sex. Terrible. It's awful. It's no sex, no sex. You know, I mean, right. that was, you know, my, my, limited amount of time in the in youth had that that had kind of been taught and I get that there is a part right. of that you want to teach to young kids right and to youth but the thing that was more I think that conversation had more long-term effects on me and my approach right. to sex yes. than just the you know it's Don't negative it. it's negative or it. or even right. worse which I think a lot of fathers try to do is let's just we're not talking about that. Right. You know, we're not ever going to yeah. talk about that, you mm-hmm. know. And um, and so I, I think I think we have to do a better job there. And I think that's really helpful. And seeing the joy, just seeing the joy in right. it. Right. Really, in, in once, I think our culture views fatherhood as a as this terrible burden. Right. You know, this awful weight to bear. Yes. You, they've, you know, God has hung children around your neck. <laughs> Kids are no longer a blessing. It's going to be awful, you <laughs> right. know. Right. And, um, I mean, what a terrible, terrible thing! I mean, right. we have to recover the, the beauty, the joy of that. And I'm not, I'm not even necessarily talking about what outside of. I'm not talking about the broader culture. Like yeah. we have to recover that in the church. Absolutely, you know. Uh, which leads, you know, something else. I, I mean, I would say, I would add in that is means we're, we're going to have to do a better job in our our men's ministries, our ministries to men. Um, you know, a, a few years ago, you know, it was like let's teach men how to be. Um, hunters, warriors, and, yeah, warriors, yes. and all that, and and I get that, and that's not, you know, right. I mean, there's there's some importance to that. Yes, I don't feel like that's a full picture. No, uh, and if you're not careful, it just feeds into the cultural picture, right. of the guy sitting on the, you know, sitting yeah. on the couch, going hunting uh, every now and then, and um, you know, watching sports or whatever. So you have to you have to be careful with that. Uh, but I, I think we need well-rounded uh, men's ministry. Yes, you know, one of one of the things. That, that you know we've kind of talked about and lamented over the years is man you you know you have like a work day at the church and man you can get men to show up for that absolutely I mean they'll bring yeah. their tools and they'll do the work and it's great right you get right. you get a ton accomplished and get get things done <laughs> but then you have like a hey let's uh let's go up to the church and pray uh, yeah let's yeah. go up to let's go up to the church and study st- let's study a book right you know, let's all read a book together yeah and uh there is you can get women involved in that absolutely you know women want to do a book study but but men are like no mm. i don't think i and so if we're going to recover fatherhood it can't be this minimalistic uh yeah. you know we we have to we have to really look at the whole man you know right. and, uh look at the biblical picture of a man i i think about you know the character of david who wasn't in all uh wasn't always a great example. No, but but he was he was kind of this hunter warrior yeah guy, while at the same time he's writing the vast majority of the psalms. <laughs> Amen. Right, intellectual, right. smart, yes. knew the law, meditated on the on the law and the word of God. Mm-hmm. So I mean that kind of a blend I think is we need more of that you yes. know in our men and, and learning how to do that. So what a. Uh, what else? I mean, as far as ministries to men, I would say we need to be in those communities where 
um, we do see a lack of um, role models, mm. lack of fathers in those communities, and actually invest in those men and invest in those those boys. Yes, who, the young who, men. Yeah, need to invest in those young men. And so uh, there may be a man who who wants to be committed to his wife and wants to be committed to his children, or or he he's already made the mistake and and not in the home, but he's trying to recover that relationship, trying to redeem that relationship, and mm. so he needs brothers in Christ to, to kind of help him to, to model for him and help him see in the word of God, what he, what he's supposed to be doing. And we have young men who, whose fathers are in prison or whose fathers are not involved in their lives, um, who are going to be men, boys who are going to be men. And we want to make sure that, um, they do have those good examples. Um, God is a father to the fatherless, right? And so we can model that by, um, being that father figure to, to young men who don't who do not have fathers so that they won't follow into so that cycle can be broken yes right that's right so we won't won't continue to perpetuate that the idea that this is how you are to be a father good yeah all right kenny what's our uh what's a good diversity in uh fellowship resource for this particular topic yes uh the diversity and fellowship resource is the documentary the 13th uh, we recommended this earlier uh in one of the earlier episodes but this is a good example of kind of how society has um attacked kind of black men mm. and how that yes. has maybe maybe affected their their roles in their families it was very it was very uh kind of game changing for me yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, it was just something i hadn't thought a whole lot about right and so watching that i was like whoa 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 this is a, this is a different perspective so i really encourage folks if they haven't seen that to sit down and watch that right all right brother now it is time for our hold on wait for it wait for it gotta get the tone in wait for it do no no Crazy question. Yes. You hear that sound? You know what time it is. You know what time it is, guys. It's time for the crazy question. So, what's our crazy question for today, Pastor Kenny? All right. So, brother, crazy question. What was the situation that made you realize you needed to improve as a father? Right. What was the situation that made I'm I'm struggling to I'm find still laughing at the toad. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to find like one you know, good I, I have examples of this, you know, that are just kind of right. small, you know, little stuff I've said or stuff I've done. Um I think I I, I, mean, I think, you know, one of one of the things that it's probably happens all the time is you, you hear your you see your kids talking or responding or yes. saying things that sound a whole lot like yourself. Right. You know? And so those those can definitely be times where I'm like, Oh goodness, I'm not I'm not doing good oh, as uh, a father. I, I think and this one kinda of is is more serious. I mean with my uh with my twelve year old, you know, just trying to teach him how to serve others. Yes. You know, and just seeing that kind of lack of desire to want to do that. And I'm like, I think that might be I might be a little selfish. I might be selfish, you know. And so, you know, that is a, that's one of those times where you just realize, I mean, children and marriage and, and children often teach us how selfish yes. and prideful we are. And so I think kind of, um, that's not really a good specific story, but those right. are kind of whatever you tell us your story maybe oh, i'll man, think of I got something a very better, specific but, story. okay good let's so, hear a good specific story uh, uh kenny deuce um yes deuce. <laughs> he, he's my son he's a little kid and, and he gets like this um field hockey set yes uh, for christmas mm-hmm. and so we set it up in the garage 
And um, I'm one of those dads, man. I did not take any mercy on my kids when yes, it came to any type of competition. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to destroy you at three, four years old. You're right. about to get yes. destroyed. Good. And so, man, we were playing this uh, field hockey thing, and I'm like, he's not scoring anything, and I'm like five old type stuff. Yes. And he just uh, loses it. Wow. He loses, like, he, he's, I mean, because he's losing all the time. Like, right, he just right. had enough, and he, like, throws his stuff on the ground, runs in the house crying, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't maybe be doing this. Maybe took it a step <laughs> yeah, too far. I think I may be crushing him more than right. kind of teaching him how yes. to lose. So, right. So yeah. I was like, I need, I need to probably improve on my competitiveness and, 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 and the way I'm going to teach him to be a good loser. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Those are, uh, those are challenges. We're all struggling with uh, right. how to be good fathers. Yes. Uh, but uh, hang in there. Keep keep fighting. And, man. Uh, man, keep working on how we can. Uh, this is definitely an area where we want to do all that we can to, uh, man, recover fatherhood, recover biblical fatherhood. Yes. Uh, and uh, and so hopefully, hopefully today's discussion has helped you think through that. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.